and we're back. You'll please forgive me. I'm recording this podcast on my phone and when a text message comes in, it shuts off it shuts off the podcast recording. So I'm so sorry. We're continuing on talking about commanding your emotionality and specifically for my ladies when we're talking about, you know, the manners of beauty. So what was happening again, I was saying about how things used to make me very nervous as a new emergency room nurse. And one of which was these pregnant ladies. And my preceptor would always say, um, it's not my emergency. And at first I thought like it was very like, rough and brazen of her, but it was something that when you think about it, it's so true. Like it's not my emergency is your emergency, which means that pressure is off of me. Now you're the one, you're the one who's getting ready to push a human out, you know, size of a watermelon out, the, you know, a hole, which is like the size of a peach. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my problem. Like that's yours. Or I'm not the one, you know, who has, you know, multiple gunshot wounds in their chest. I'm not the one who's having a massive heart attack or a stroke. I'm not the one who's having an asthma attack. And I say that again, not so that it sounds like condescending or harsh or, you know, abrasive, but because it frees you from being caught up in the pressure to be able to exhale and make your decisions on what to do, like what, what do I actually do? So it allows you to draw back on your knowledge. How do I take care of this situation? What are the things that I have to look for on a physical exam? What are the questions I need to ask you? What does it mean when I take these vital signs? Now, if I bring in x-rays and blood tests, like how does that play into the situation? And it places me not in the emotions of it. Because honestly, at the end of the day, and I'm going to equate this, like, what does this mean to you? Like, what if every emergency room professional got caught up in the feelings of a high pressure situation? Oh my God. Oh, you're having an asthma attack. Ah! Or <laughs> like, oh my God, you fell down and now your foot is twisted on backwards. Like, oh, that must really hurt. Oh, like, could you imagine? Like, what in the hell would everybody, like, it sounds ridiculous. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's because we have that separation of this is not my emergency. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm here because I've been given the gift on how to operate under high levels of pressure. That's the gift which has been given to me. And I'm continuously training to expand my ability to operate under high pressure situations because I'm 100% immersed in an environment which is, you know, from start to finish, 24-7, 365, 366 on leap year. Like it's, it's high pressure all the time. Do you see what I'm saying? And so it allows you to then operate in your full gift, which is then to care for and hopefully improve the life of the individual who's in front of you and then that of their family, wherever the final destination is. Does that make sense? Now, how does this equate to you? So I, what I did was I actually, I have developed, <laughs> I call it like a triage tool or like a method of operation for you that when you're practicing this skill, okay, like I need to get better at how I'm handling myself under high pressure situation. And every single time I get caught up in this and I like say something that I regret or I do something or I start crying or blah, 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 blah. Okay. Like 
I get it. So here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to, I'm going to present for your consideration. If I can appeal to your higher side and then, and then we're going to be closing out for the day, um, is, is this very simple, you know, it's like a little flow chart, if you would, a mental flow chart. So here's what you're going to do when you're in the high pressure situation. Are you ready? Okay. This is what you do. <laughs> And you're going to laugh. But again, I promise you this is coming from a place of love. This is not from a place of like abrasiveness, even though I know it's going to come out that way. So enough said. That's my disclaimer. Here we go. All right. True ER fashion. Like when you're in the high pressure situation and this is going to come out like weird the first couple times that you do it. But the more times you practice it, the more adept you'll become at it, the more second nature will become for you. And hence, then you will get command of your emotionality. Okay, so here's what it is. You're in this situation. Question number one, okay? (laughs) You're going to laugh. Is anybody dying or bleeding out right now? (laughs) What? Okay, but no, really. I mean, that in my mind, that's the definition of an emergency, okay? So again, high pressure situation. Is anybody dying or bleeding out right now? Yes or no? No. Then guess what? It's not an emergency, right? I know you're laughing right now because it's so true. Okay. But that's going to help you. Like that's the tool. That's your, that's your coaching tip and and your coaching concept. Like, how do you, how do I do this? Well, there you go. Ask yourself that. I don't know, write it on a flashcard and like tape it to the back of your hand if you need to. I don't know like what your life is. Okay. So is anybody dying or bleeding out right now? Yes or no? No. If the answer is no, then it's not an emergency. Okay. Case in point B, all right? Is anybody dying or bleeding out right now? Yes. Okay. The next question is, is it you? No. Like you is in you, like yourself. You're asking this to yourself, okay? Is it you? No. Then it's not your emergency. <laughs> that actually puts you straight back in your power. Okay, because even though there may be an emergency at hand, you're in a spot like you've got to do something about it. Whether you get a call 911, maybe, I don't know, maybe you were too aggressive. And again, I'm speaking today to, to my ladies, you know, who are my nail artists. Like, I don't know, maybe you got too aggressive with the toenail clippers or something like that. And you, you nearly amputated, you know, the tip of somebody's toe off. Like you got to control the bleeding. Okay. <laughs> We've got other problems if, if, if we reach, you know, the point in our practice where that happened. I know, but controlling the, right, you're laughing. Good. So you're controlling the bleeding. Like you have to know how to negotiate your situation, even when there is an emergency at hand. Does that make sense? Does, I mean, is that helpful for you? Like it's literally that simple. And you will start to learn like how to take things in stride when you reach that point, then like, this is not an emergency. It doesn't mean that I don't take it seriously. It doesn't mean that I deliver anything less than my best. What this is, is the coaching and training on how to pull your emotions out of a situation. Does that make sense? In addition to, you know, your responsibilities that you have, you know, to make sure that you're, you're resting and and you're, you know, eating well and, you know, you're upholding like what your physiologic, your physical needs actually are for maintaining yourself as a, a, a person, as like a woman of strength, I call it, rather than just a strong woman. 
But when you add in those additional coaching concepts there, it takes your game to a different level. That it, it, After that, it honestly doesn't matter what people say to you. You no longer start to form what I call reactions to it. You're able to very easily and gracefully respond to a situation. Sometimes that means remaining silent. Sometimes it just remain, you know, means, you know, eye contact and a gentle nod or, you know, however, you know, you have that gift of, of your personal, you know, your customer service and, and, you know, helping people walk away from you feeling, you know, touched, moved, inspired, loved, or cared for, you know, they, they leave you in a better space than when they came to you. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and, it can take you a while to learn how to do this. So, you know, have grace with yourself, you know, when you fumble along the ways. But, you know, when you decide, like, I really want to, you know, grow this thing, you know, I'm very passionate about this thing that I'm, I'm doing, I need to work on my personal skills, okay, to be more present or to be more responsive rather than reactive, you know, because I'm one way professionally, but when I go home, I'm a total nightmare to deal with. Like, you're going to find that you will have a lot more harmony when you, when you parallel who you are as a professional and who you are as a person. And they become one and of themselves because you're not flipping back and forth between different personas. Does that make sense? And commanding your emotionality, it's one of those key, key factors that impacts your professional reputation and your professional relationships, but it also has marked effects on your personal relationships as well. Okay, because now you start to understand like, all right, I'm able to read other people and I know you know, whether it's my husband or, you know, my best friend or whomever, like I know their signals that they're acting out of character. Like my best friend is not difficult. Okay. My best friend, you know, is not, you know, the cheap person, you know, my best friend or my husband, my spouse, whomever, like they're the sophisticated or the affluent types. Like those are the people I want to have in my life. Does that make sense? And so if they act out of turn, like you don't react to it. Like you're able to take it in stride if you would, but you're able to then command your emotions so that when, you know, you're, let's say this is a money conversation. Like the worst time to have a money conversation is when emotions are high. Okay. And if you find yourself in that continuous cycle of like, we're constantly fighting about money, well, something has to change in there, but nothing is going to change if both of you continue doing the same thing. Does that make sense? So that's like a whole, that's like a whole, that's relationship rescue. And that's, that will take us like, we could do like a six month seminar on relationship rescue and, and money talk and, 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 you know, conflict, interpersonal conflict and, and resolution and forgiveness and reconciliation. Like that's a whole thing. But what I'm saying to you is this, like a great entry point for yourself is learning how to command your emotionality. Okay. So I've given you that little tool, those questions to ask yourself, you know, is this an emergency? Yes or no? Is it, you know, your emergency, blah, blah, blah. Right. So you're going to honor that. And then the other part of it is having clarity about the goals. You know, what's your long-term goals? And when you have clarity of your goals, it automatically like aligns your priorities. And it also puts you into check on, you know, am I, is what I'm doing pulling me closer to or farther from my goals? 
right now, honestly. Okay, and so it becomes a, a work in and of itself. You know, a lot of people, if, if you read, I want to say it was, it's probably Tony Robbins who said, you know, it's not the goal, it's who you become along the way. And he probably got that from the great Jim Rohn. <laughs> so you, but it is, it's that it's, it's the champion that you become along the way on the road, on the road towards, you know, attaining your goal. And what you, you begin to learn is that it, it becomes a character development tool. What started out as having a goal, whether it was financial goal, career goal, you know, aesthetic goal or whatever, like you start to go to work on yourself and that puts you at a completely different level, completely different level. And what happens is that people then start to come to you because of how they feel when they're with you. They honor and they respect your opinion. They, they admire, <clears throat> excuse me, or look up to or aspire to become you know, more like you, how you command yourself, how you handle yourself in different situations. And you become that point person and a tremendous, you know, resource in somebody else's, you know, back pocket when they need somebody to come in and handle a situation or, you know, you know, do partnerships with whether this is in business or, you know, you're doing charity work or like you see how this has a domino effect, but it starts with yourself. Does that make sense? So I hope that today's podcast was like ultra helpful for you. It's a way to like step your toe into the waters of, of, of self-improvement essentially. And again, I apologize for that interruption in the podcast and I'm going to get to work to make sure that these two are linked tight together so that you don't miss any valuable information. And, um, you know, when you're looking to make the change in your life, you know, it's that commitment towards taking powerful strides forward, you know, and it always starts from that place of humility of, you know, the situation may be what it is, but how I am, we say how I am being, how I'm behaving, how I'm conducting myself, you know, how my thoughts are inside of my head, it's no longer serving me anymore. And I keep on hitting stalls, I keep on, you know, spinning my wheels, and I'm not making any progress at all. When you have that, it's kind of like a eureka moment, like, holy shit, this isn't working anymore. You know, the next step becomes, well, what do I do about this? So I hope that this podcast filled some of that for you. You know, when you're ready to take your game ultimately to the next level, you know, the best benefit that you're going to have is by working one-on-one -on -one with a coach or enrolling, you know, we do group coaching as well, like, we will be with you on a more consistent basis to continuously like repeat this information. And, and that's how you learn. That's how you absorb. That's how you retain information. And through constant, you know, submersion and immersion in that environment with those expectations, like it starts to become second nature to you. Okay. So at this point, your next step, when you are committed towards improving your station, all right, is to contact us directly. Okay, and we begin to work with you, we work with your team, we work with your organization to push your game to the next level and assist you on your road towards goal attainment. It's very easy to contact us. You just go straight to our website, which is www.transformationgold.org. 
hit the contact us link you know, in the top right-hand corner there and either myself or somebody from my team will contact you within 24 hours and we will get you rolling on a brand new stellar shiny track, the express route. Taking you, I always say, taking you from where you are to where you want to be in a New York minute. <laughs> it's been so awesome having you here today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. For my ladies that I'm going to be seeing on Wednesday, super excited to be able to spend time with you. And again, keep this podcast in your arsenal as you're growing you know, your business. I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday. I look forward to serving all of you in the future. Let's go out there. Let's make it a great day. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.